like scary stories, if you like tasty beers, open up your mouth holes and open up your ears for... All right, guys. Back by popular demand. Some of our listeners on Instagram have spoken about how much they love it. Going on a ghost adventure. <laughs> Wait, can you say visiting a haunted museum? Visiting a haunted museum. There it is. Oh, that's good. That classic track off her second album. Yeah, <laughs> going to visit a, a haunted up. museum. Yeah, hot off the presses. Haunt you too hot, too haunted. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Tokyo Drift. Tokyo. Vegas Drift. <laughs> yeah. Yes, Vegas Drift. Vegas Drift. Um, yes, hot off the presses. I'm sure you all love our Lord and Savior. So I am here again. So you may recall last month we did Haunted Museum episode three. Sure. Well, now oh, we're yes. doing Haunted Museum episode two. I'm going backwards in time. Oh. Monster in the Machine. Oh. Monster Wait, is this in another, the Machine? Is this another scripted Eli Roth masterpiece all I think 10 episodes of the Haunted Museum season one they're all scripted poorly acted very poorly written Uh, it's amazing and that's what we're talking about today so I love it I'm here for it yes Monster in the Machine Zach Baggins Eli Roth scary images the Haunted Museum Setting. Do a haunted museum. Exactly. So we join Zach as we did with our last episode. We join him in a dark room, squinting at a teleprompter. I believe there are doorways. Oh no, even his spider eyes couldn't help him. No, in all of these episodes, it's like in the darkest room he's ever been in, which I think might be his museum, but it's really dark in there. And so, and he's in all black, so he's just like a floating yeah. fucking head. He's camouflage. He is. He's camouflaged with his museum. And so he's sitting I was there. born in the darkness. <laughs> Batman. And and so you can tell he's like reading off of a teleprompter because his eyes get a little like George Bush squinty, you know, and he's like trying to see through the spider eyes at to the probably very small teleprompter. Um, Get this boy some big cue cards. Has this. Yeah. Oh, he needs big cue cards. I'm like, upgrade the size of the font on that fucking teleprompter. He old man now. He's in his 40s. Yeah. And eyeballs just get real bad in the 40s. I'm already sweating and taking off uh, layers I of clothing. I was wondering why, listeners, uh, podcast bomb getting nudie booty. I was getting here, nudie so. booty. Because mm-hmm. I Clothes are coming, coming off. off. Yeah. I was, was talking for two minutes and I was like, fuck it, I'm here. <laughs> it's funny how when you, when it's your turn to do a story, it gets very, very warm. Hot. Yeah. There's just, you need to remove all of your clothes. All of a sudden, the change is upon me. And I'm like, it is fucking hot as tits in here. Go through the chain. <laughs> so, I've never experienced that. When I get going, man, I'm just... Uh, I'll you just rage yell The only thing us. that happens is I get much louder. <laughs> Maybe because of your very aggressive speaking, screaming at us, you just absorb the sweat and use that as your energy. Yeah, bro. that's my fuel. Oh, maybe yes. you're fueled yeah. by by you're sweat. Fu- <laughs> yeah. Gross. You don't gross. see it, but I'm over here just licking myself the whole uh, time. Dear. That's, what? That's gross. Yeah. That's why I said you're it. Not a, you're not a cat. Join our Patreon, guys. Yeah. You can $10, see me $10,000 we can watch Bob lick himself. Nim, 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 I nim. mean, 
you joined at the $10 level. There's video episodes. He might lick himself somewhere in there. I don't know. <laughs> you never know. Never know. Take a little gander. Who that's knows? What, that's what's fun about it. I believe there are doorways that lead from our world to others, but exploring them can be extremely dangerous. Oh, extremely dangerous. So thus setting the stage for a story of some of the, quote, most fascinating collection of objects in Zach's museum. A few well, years ago. Objects? Objects, plural. Oh, I thought you said uh, like uh, he took the T off the end. Oh, if only he did. Yeah, he actually the most, was the most scary of object collection Optics. of objects. <laughs> oh, and just X objects. Yeah. I mean, maybe. Maybe I don't know. I didn't. I didn't, I didn't watch the episodes. So no, I have no I, idea. Totally. Yeah. So in 2016, uh, Zach came into possession of this machine built by a quote eccentric genius. Oh, okay. Who Name designed Zach it to do one thing: make contact with the with entities from other realms. Entities? Entities. Did he specify which realms? The realms. The, the, rel- the, the far the realms. All the realms of the land. Coins of the realm. You don't need that. You just need your imagination. And and he, he kind of compared or ex- described these this machine as being sort of like a ghost two-way radio. So you oh. goes to like different frequencies. Isn't that what Ticket Ticket Box does? Yes, kind of. It's like an early 2000s really stupid ticka ticka box so uh, as opposed to those modern genius ticka ticka boxes well well you know this machine maybe killed this woman so hot shit tell me all about it yeah so anyway here we go um it is believed she did manage to make contact with another realm but she also contacted something else something truly evil oh evil a demon a diamond. And not just any demon. A demon, demon wanting to claim her soul. And Zach asks, did she... And are the various parts of her body. body. And Zach asks, did she actually manage to summon a demon? Who actually knows? Because as I just said, this bitch is dead. She died. She can't ask her. Dead. Can't ask her. Well, no, but- he has a whole show where he could ask her, though. Oh, that's true. Ghost adventures. Yeah, and there, there is a... Yeah, anyway... Well, she would have to have unfinished business. And maybe the demon claimed her soul. If and your now soul was eaten by a demon, I feel like that'd leave you with some unfinished business. True. Unless her business was to but be her, eaten by a demon. We yeah, don't know. Yeah, unless that was on her, the last thing on her to-do list. Get demon. eaten by yeah. demon. Check. Peace. And then she peaced Dunzo. out. Pick up pretzels from Target. I'm out. <laughs> you know. Death by demon. Win- yeah. Winterize the, winterize the old coche. Eaten by demon. Yeah. Eaten by demon. You Check. know what I'm saying? Um... But uh, is it possible that she died in a battle to save her own soul and send her demonic attacker back to where he came from? I mean, I suppose anything's possible. I mean, I it's possible because um, this story is a reenactment of what Zach thinks might have happened. Oh, speaking in, of using your imagination. This whole episode is Zach's fucking imagination. In, 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 this in whole show is Zach using his fucking imagination. With what I think may, may well could have happened. Yes. Yes. This is what I think possibly maybe could have somehow happened at some point on one of the universes. Yeah, in one of the multiverse. In one of the many <laughs> multiverse that you can use this machine to talk to. But but this this story serves as a helpful reminder that some doors are better left closed. Oh, dun dun dun! Like oh, the bathroom man. door. I like Leave yeah. that one closed. When you're pooping, pooping. August second, two thousand two. We're here in a toilet where I am pooping. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's a demonic toilet. August 2nd is the last time I pooped. Oh, God. Could you imagine? That is a, no, you'd be dead. You'd be so dead. That's a that's a demon right I've there. been eating too much cheese and protein. <laughs> I haven't shit in months. I haven't shit in months. Decades at this It's point. all backed up. <laughs> the shit I'm about to take will literally be demonic. <laughs> <laughs> so August 2nd, 2002. Our opening shot is of a darkened house and a woman is talking into a tape recorder. Something okay. she contacted is still missing. Frequencies are dead. Polaroids are taken. Machines are showed. She's an eccentric genius. Nice. Okay, got it. Established. You have it now, mind's eye. Here we go. The next morning, a man knocks on our good doctor Esther's door uh, he barges in, heads into the living room. Where's the piano? He asks. I don't play it anymore, she responds. He then picks up some books lying on a table and says, you know you can't take books from the university anymore. I have no idea who this man is. None. He's a duck. He's, he's a, a university dick. librarian, clearly. Clearly. He's the library police. And he's like, hey, you can't take these I've books. I've contacted the librarian realm. In the future, <laughs> librarians have taken over the society. Uh, One elite force, library force. <laughs> this book stops the singularity. You need to return it and pay your late fees. Yeah. $69. Nice. 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 I don't know. This sounds like a kind of rad movie, though. Uh, well, keep it in mind. Write that story. So in an attempt to keep this mystery man in the house, she offers him food. Which is something I would totally do to a man who comes in, starts demanding where pianos are, starts telling me I can't read books, and just yells at me. Yeah, you want some food? Hey, why don't you, why don't you hang out for a minute now that you're done yelling um, at me? Thank you so much for breaking into my house and yelling at me. Would you like a schnitzel? Would, schnitzel? And he was like, mm, no schnitzel. And she's like, fine, do you want a drink? And he's like, eh. So she makes him some tea. Um, on her refrigerator are those um, number letter magnets that we had as uh, everybody had as children. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and she's got them all in equations and formulas because, again, eccentric genius. Got it. Got yep. it. The set yes. decorator was building a narrative. Really was building this narrative. The writers were not because, again, well, I'm like 10 minutes into the episode. This man is yelling at her. I don't know who he is. Yeah. Um, He's yelling McYellerson. Yeah. So Esther tells this guy that she's met with David, her guardian angel. Hmm. Oh. From another okay. realm. Okay. Library police can do that. Yeah. And she's worried that this David may need her help since she hasn't heard from him through her machine uh, in a few weeks. She oh, gets, her guardian angel needs her help. Yes, yes, yes. In, in an inversion of the normal relationship <laughs> between women. Because it's the upside down, okay? David oh, could be in the upside down. This is this is the realm we're in. It's oh. not library police realm. It's your guardian angel needs you realm. Oh, yes, exactly. And this one fucking sucks. I don't her guardian angel, angel is being eaten by a demogorg. Yeah. And yeah. she needs to go save him from the upside down. Yep. He was like, oh, and man, only the hit. library police can help. Yeah, I almost got hit by a car. Uh, thank goodness my angel was here to hold my hand and make sure I didn't go out. In this one, you have to fight literal Satan. I'm not going to this realm. Yeah, it's not a good realm. It's a bad realm. Uh, so anyway, Esther starts getting the crazy eyes and the guy's like, you know what? You're being nutso. And he starts to leave and desperate. She's like, I'll show you how it works. And so she takes out one of those huge giant note cards that we use to study as youths. And he writes his name on it. And she's like, see, I'll show you. And she like puts this note card with his name written in the machine. And and the the dude's not having it. He's just like, but your piano, you're wasting your talent. And then he points to a Torah that's sitting on her 
her couch and he goes, mom would be ashamed. And that's how I learned that this man is her brother. And she's Jewish. And she's oh. Jewish. You've learned. And she's apparently a piano, piano prodigy. Play. Yep. These are things we've learned so much in but, this exchange. Yeah. I do have to say that that was a pretty effective uh, use of prop and exposition there. Yeah. Brother, I mean that was a strong Jewish. exposition drop. Yeah. Yeah. You got it done in one sentence and a point. So great. easy. So easy. So. Oh wait, maybe her mom is the Torah. Her mom is the Torah. We didn't think about that. Her mom is the Torah. Robert. <laughs> that's what it is. That's it. That's the story. That's now. it. That's, 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 that's canon. canon. That's canon. The monster in the machine is mom. Is mom is the Torah? <laughs> There's a monster in a machine. Mom's in a book. <laughs> mom is a book. Uh, so Esther resumes her. So her brother leaves. Esther resumes her experiments, which involve her writing David's name and her name on postcards. Um, which is very sciencey. The last time I've checked. So, oh yeah, I mean, she, now that we've learned she's a piano genius. Yeah, it makes sense that she would be like, "Here's how I contact yeah. David in other realms." No cards. Yeah, stupid artists. I don't believe you as much. Yeah, I exactly. thought you were a scientist because of your refrigerator. <laughs> no, that's just a show. Um, I'm a music scientist. She used the brand new internet to pull those formulas down. Um, so as she attempts to break through a barrier, she, Break uh, on through to the other side? Yeah. Yes. Um, part of what she does, part of her process, then she sits back in her giant, like, lounge chair. She closes her eyes and practices deep breathing because that apparently opens her up to the other realms. She's meditating. I got she it. Totally I got it. Say, yes. That's just supposed so, to make it feel good. While you she's... You gotta talk to the space. While she's doing that, um, she sees flashes of other locations, which I'm assuming, you know, is... Maybe we're the LSD. It's the LSD. Uh, The letters and uh, numbers. So anyway, um, sorry, I skipped a sentence. I was like, (laughs) so she starts seeing these like visions and then she snaps out of it and she's like, oh, that's really weird. So she gets up, she goes into the kitchen to um, grab herself something to eat and she turns and she sees the uh, that the now speak and spell has spelled gateway threat. Gateway threat. Gateway threat. Gateway threat. This All is right. her. This is her. Her angel machine. Oh, yeah, or something. This said that, gateway threat. That that sentence is not meaning a whole lot to me no, right now. But Esther takes. I assume she has a Dell gateway computer yes. with the cows, and it's be, being attacked by a computer oh, virus. Yes, and it's her a McAfee subscription has run out. Run out. Yes, exactly. No more She's got to get one of those. She's got to get one of those discs in the mail. Yes. <laughs> she's run out of AOL minutes. It's, it's, she's, yeah, and she doesn't have the T1 landline because she's not at the university anymore. Yeah. Yep. So anyway, uh, <laughs> Esther then takes those, those letters from her refrigerator and she puts those into the machine. She's like, I'm going to Scooby-Doo this. I'm going to get to the bottom of this. Nice. Oh, she writes it. I. She's not feeding magnets no, into she her. Is. No, she is. She took she's the magnets. She's putting magnets in her angel machine. Correct. And okay, then. I forgot. I, I forgot she's a genius. Yes. So. Yeah, she's a genius. So she's putting them in her little machine. And then she gets onto her little um, tape recorder that she talks to herself on. And she says, um, uh, she thinks that this is a cry for help, but it's too early to know. And I'm like, how do you get that from gateway threat? You know she's what? made she's made jumps. She's made she's babe, she's made some jumps. Babe, she's the one that has been using this machine. I think That's she knows true. a bit more about it than you do. Yeah, I mean, her mom is the Torah. 
The, so, oh, yeah. you know, she's got a whole a third eye and shit. She can see into. Yeah. The, how many how many good books are your parents? Yeah. None. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so then she. So on top of. So she puts the letters. <laughs> So she then puts the letters into the machine and then she writes her name again on a postcard and puts that on top of the letters and then goes back into her little trance sort of deep breathing Oh, just exercises. in case Angel David didn't know the magnets were from her. her. Right, right, right. She yeah, wanted like, him. She said, sign it. Yeah, it's me for sure. These these aren't just magnets from some jackass. These are magnets from sign Esther Levin. Professor Esther, comma, Scientist. Piano genius. Yeah, piano genius, <laughs> semicolon, scientist. Semicolon, refrigerator scientist. Refrigerator scientist. So um, she then, you know, starts uh, going back. But instead, now of the same sort of flashes that she saw before, she's now at this this foggy place with eerie murmuring, which is what the uh, the little oh, ca- closed, closed caption said, eerie murmuring. Mm. I love it. I love um, it. And something reaches out to touch her and then she snaps out of it and a light bulb in her house breaks. Oh, no. I know. So Esther is now even more committed than before to figuring out what is going on. She's she's listening to some guy talk about a Dr. Creed's trials into the fourth dimension. And oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's it's Jeff the Mongoose. Yeah. He's the fourth dimension. I think Jeff was the fifth dimension. <laughs> is he the fifth dimension? I know he split the atom. Yeah. I do remember. I know he was an extra, extra clever mongoose. But you know what? Maybe Dr. Creed's research is what got us Jeff the mongoose, who is the fifth dimension. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Maybe. Um, so anyway, she's listening to this tape of him talking about how he failed to reach the and connect to the fourth dimension. And so she's sitting on the floor listening to this and she surrounded herself with these papers about stories of astral projection and the extreme dangers of it because she believes oh, now in of her copper. trances... She is astral projecting herself. Okay. Oh, but it's dangerous. She doesn't like doing it. It's dangerous. Well, yeah, because it was spookies. It it broke a light bulb in her house. Yeah, it's gateway dangerous. Gateway threat. It is. It you can't just buy light bulbs. No. So anyway, she's yeah. They never break. So no, God. Light bulbs are known for their hardiness. Yeah. Yes. They're so durable and long lasting. Yeah. Um, suddenly the study that she's listening to on her portable tape player starts to get staticky and then an evil voice comes through. Esther. Oh, that's spooky. So Esther gets up. It's not that spooky. She's told it her name. Yeah. Oh. She does. She writes her damn name. Everybody. At this point, everybody in every realm knows Esther Levin. They're like, oh, Esther's got the fucking. She's been out here astral projecting, introducing herself to all the realms. Yeah. So like, oh, it's just that Esther again. Her mom's the Then she gets upset when they know who she is. Like, settle down, lady. What'd you do? You stop wearing a goddamn name tag. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Uh, so Esther gets up. She what a re- dumbass. She rewinds the tape uh, to see if she could hear her name played back. And she gets nothing but white noise. So she rewinds the tape even further. Nothing but white noise. And she then she goes opens- right to sleep because of the comforting sound of the white noise. <laughs> she opens the tape recorder, but there's no tape in it. Ah! Then who was phone? Then who was who phone? was phone? <laughs> she had her own who was phone. So, but now her machine 
turns on so not the tape recorder but her actual ghost talking machine turns on by itself Hot. and starts making the same static noises that her tape player was playing oh so no esther, but there's no tape in her angel machine it's true mm. esther leans in and suddenly she starts hearing this like heavy or she hears this heavy metal singing voice comes through uh, that comes through and i think it says burn a steak but i don't know what it actually said burn a steak that's what i heard she like wants so like dinner well done. That's yeah, what he, the the demon wants dinner well done, which makes sense. Hell, maybe she had to fight Hell. vampires. <clears throat> maybe she is a vampire. Burn at the stake. I just heard. Oh, so well, that's all it was. Maybe right. he said Bernie's steak, and it was because Bernie Sanders wanted dinner. Oh, didn't think of that, did you? I didn't think of that. Well, I don't. I really. It's sad. I rarely think of Bernie Sanders. I should think of. No, you don't think about Bernie Sanders enough. You should think of him more often. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I agree. I need. I need that level of crabby old man energy in my life. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So Esther uh, makes tea. So now we jump cut. We're now in the kitchen. Esther is making tea. Tea tea time. Yeah, it's tea break. Um, And now instead of being tied to the machine and in her chair, as she's making tea, she's now getting this astral projection vision of the same spooky fog that she got earlier. Okay, so she's making funny tea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, I mean, acid. There's <laughs> so much acid being dropped in this episode. Yeah. Um, so she goes back to her machine and tells her tape recorder, I believe David is dead, though I cannot be sure. Neither can I, because I don't see, again, how you get Esther and then Spooky Fog as David, your guardian angel, is dead. Yeah, I don't, I don't know that David jumps. ever existed or that he is dead. It's a real Schrodinger's cat situation. It, it really is. Yeah. So anyway, she, she senses that something else might be trying to make contact. Great. And Bernie so, Sanders. Bernie Sanders. But yeah. Um, and He's I, fundraising. It's yeah. that meme of Bernie Sanders like, I am once again asking you. I'm I am once, once again <laughs> asking you to protect your own guardian angel. Yeah. <laughs> That's what this... It's actually not a demon. It's Bernie Sanders. Yeah. It's he's the Bernie, Bernie Sanders, Sanders of another dimension. Yeah, he's just stumping. Yep. Stumping, running um, around, taking money from rich people. But yeah, and, and just want to point out that I really don't have an idea of like, is is like guardian angel, does that mean David is a ghost? Is he an actual celestial type figure? Is he an actual person in another realm? They don't dive into that. You don't need to know. And that's fine. Yeah. Is it one of those Bible or Torah angels with all the fucking arms and eyes and the scary fucking bullshit? Maybe. Who knows? Because that looks like a goddamn demon. No one tells me. An eye of wheels. An eye of wheel. Or a wheel of eyes. That's what it was. I, uh, or an eye of wheels. Who knows? That, you know what? <laughs> that's scary. They're both gross and they could both They're be in both the Bible. terrifying. So, uh, but yeah, she senses that something else is trying to make contact. And it's like, no shit. The spooky voice saying your name. Yeah. Something else is trying to make contact. Um, so she writes again. She goes back and she writes her name on yet another postcard but this time she says esther levin summons the mighty david summon the mighty david the mighty david not just any old david the mightiest of david what if her guardian angel was like david the timid and she's gonna get some other fucking david yeah Yeah. some twat like she's gonna get fucking alpha frat david yeah what's up bro you want to do some keg stands she went it's not the guardian angel she she went straight over this guy's head she did she went directly to management she went to his boss yeah yeah yeah. oh she carried her way right to the top of that line speak to your manager in heaven so i it's not looking great um but then she also as she sticks in that uh esther some uh, levin summons the mighty david she then urges whoever sent a message to speak now manifest yourself 
Um, if you are not David, then who are you? Tell me your name. The Tell me. The piece of paper that is in the machine sets itself on fire. Whoa. And the only letters remaining are L-O-L-G-A. So she's... <laughs> Lolga. Um, so then she takes those... She takes that piece of paper. Lol, gotcha, then, asshole. <laughs> so then she takes that. But clearly that means that's a real name. So she's now in her notebook writing down all the different combinations of letters. And for of some Lolga. reason stops on Algol. Because that's Al the name Gore that and Gore. Bernie Sanders yep. made the internet. Made the internet. Oh my god! And this is like and then in the early days and of the set internet. it on fire. Yep. Demons. I'm once again asking. It all you to be tracks. A demon. So yeah. Yep. So she, for some inexplicable reason, settles on Algo and was like, "Yeah, that's clearly a, a demon name that I recognize." Um. So then she, uh, she starts looking around the room. So she writes this, and by the act of her writing, Al Gore. She it has spooked her. And so now she's like looking around the room and she's all kind oh, of scared. No. And it's that like super suspenseful she's, tension. She's really afraid she's going to lose Florida. Yeah. And I want to say at this point, it is the darkest, again, house I've ever seen. She maybe has a lamp on at all times. OK, so it's my house. Yeah, it's you right now. Like I can, you, by the end of this, I'm not going to be able to see you anymore. I turned on a light for you. <laughs> Can't tell. Um, Tremendous. So anyway, she's looking around the room and her uh sort of charlie she's got her own like charlie from it's always sunny sort of wall up there with all oh, like okay her, gotcha yeah, gotcha her newspaper clippings and like the fucking the red string the red, the red string, string that dra- ties it all together smoking cigarettes yeah but now that says written over all of those newspaper clippings al gore you al will gore. be banished to the seventh hell oh shit oh shit yeah now we're she's here. really going right to the top of things she you know really is. yeah I mean, she's not stopping over in the third or fourth hell straight to the seventh hell straight to number seven she so, keeps asking for managers and, and not getting, getting the them. answer she wants right. listen this is company policy lady she's going to the ceo at the yeah. end of this man like i said what did we say this is reverse realm. You have to take care of your guardian angel. She's going to go fight Satan. That's where this story is going. Yeah. I'm excited about it. So Esther leaves the house and she goes to the library. She needs to find out more about Al Gore. She's going to steal more books. Yeah. Yes. Well, no, no, no. Now this time she's just actually going to do research. So she's stealing books. No, she like sneaks in. Again, it's also the darkest library I've ever seen. Because of her outstanding late fees. Yeah. So she she sneaks in. She pulls all these books on the demons i guess and she sits down um she finds some book and of course she's in the table of contents and shocker of all shockers al gore appears in the table oh god of course of course so she she goes to the page on al gore and finds out that al gore is a what kind of demon he is a fucking demon oh sorry an ancient malevolent demon who will trap your soul in the nine circles of hell Oh, but she only wanted to go to seven. She's only going yeah. to seven. So she, like any smart researcher, pulls out another book on the nine circles of hell. Okay. And she finds number seven. And that involves sand being so hot it lights itself on fire. Um, hot and sand. Like the paper. Like the paper. Um, it's like those people making Turkish coffee. Sounds killer, great. Killer spiders and thnek oh. that wrap themselves around your body and crush you. Spiders and thnek. Spiders, thnek, and fire. This place sounds gross. It's not great. I don't um, like it. So now she is convinced and she writes it on a piece of paper so you know she's real. So she puts a snake in the machine. In the machine and goes, <laughs> oh, is this your pet thnek? Um, no, she so, lights a snake on fire, puts it through the machine. Yeah. 
Um, so now she's convinced that the demon Al Gore has murdered David. I'm like, no, girl, Al Gore's just coming for you. Yeah. Al Gore don't give a shit about David at this point. David is Al Gore. That's what I've uncovered. He was, he I, I don't know that you're wrong about that. He was testing that, the waters with this David theory, and then you yeah, brought him that, forward. I'm, that does feel like the Shyamalan twist in this. Yeah, that's what I'm gonna. That's what I'm gonna say. Um. So anyway, she uh, is sitting there. She and was Al Gore the whole time. time. So she's there sitting we go. there. Now, now you got me quaking in my boots at the end of this and movie. And as she's reading about how the, what the seventh hell is, she starts hearing grunting and hissing like it's a snake. Like a like, horny uh, snake. Like a horny snake is coming for you. Uh, so she's frantically trying to leave uh, the library. <laughs> but there's this thudding behind her and a book slides across the floor. This and is then, more snake humping. And then this is all, all the telltale signs of snake humping. All the lights in the hallway shatter and go out. But then she eventually makes it out of the library, goes Snakes to her brother's house. He's not there. So she slides a yote under his door. <clears throat> and, then okay. goes, and then goes home. So she's escaped the snacks at this point. Um, she, or she took the snacks home with her. Or she took them home. Uh, she goes the back home. The snacks will follow you home. The haunted, the haunted library. Haunted <laughs> demon library. <laughs> Beware uh, of hitchhiking snakes. <laughs> um, so she goes back home. Be after sure and bring your snake certificate. certificate. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that just sounds gross. You want to see my neck certificate? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, she's a postcard with a hole in it. You put your dick through it. <laughs> it's my snack. My snack. She goes back. Look a little snack. So Esther goes back home, does some more reading, and falls asleep. Um, in the middle of the night, she's awoken by uh, some wheezy breathing, like somebody has smoked eight packs of cigarettes their entire life and is now climbing sets of stairs. So it's a lot okay. of <laughs> these snakes are all <laughs> fucked out, right? And uh, I. Why would you get put that in my head? Fucked out snakes? Yeah, they're tired because of all the fucking. Anyway. And it's she your hears story. Some, I didn't write it. And she hears some thudding noises. Snakes fucking was not in my story. Um, So she snaps. Mm, beg to differ. Yeah, so she snaps some Polaroids. I think upon re-listening, you may find that you introduced the snake fucking. <laughs> anyway, she snaps some Polaroids in the dark toward where the noise is coming from. Um, and she then slowly makes her way down the stairs to the living room where her stuff is. Super suspenseful. This takes like a minute. Also, I'm just going to say this right now. If you're ever in a darkened house, yeah. you feel like there's something supernatural there. Uh-huh. And you start snapping Polaroid pictures in dark corners of your room. You deserve whatever is coming for you. That is not something you do lightly. You roll over and pretend it's not happening yeah, they, like the rest of us. You pull the covers over your head because all bad cannot find you or get you if you have yeah. covers over your head. Yeah. Yeah. If I can't see you, you, you can't, can't see me. me. So, so she walks downstairs to see, you know, all of her stuff. Um, and she... And downstairs is where the angel machine is, right? Yep, yep. her angel okay. machine is downstairs. So got it, got it. A creepy voice is coming through her tape recorder that says, David. And then we see creepy demon hand reading from a book. We find out later this book is the Taurus. So now he is it's quoting. Her mom! It's mom. It's mom. He's yeah. Someone's fingering mom. He's fingering mom at this very point. And he's saying, there is no God. There is no hell. There is no God in like that creepy, spooky voice. There is no Dana, only Zool. Yes, yes. The chair slowly turns, so we think we're going to see the demon, but then it's a jump cut. It's the brightest it's ever been in that fucking living room. 
So she walks over, Esther walks over to the chair and she sees dirt on the seat, but it's not dirt. It's, it's her shit. mom. Her oh. mom got burned. Oh, burned. oh no, someone burned it up her mom. Burned it up her mom. Uh, she then heads into the kitchen and her magnets now spell, you die. You die. No. You die. You die. No, you die. No, you. No, you. No, you. you die. The next day, uh, Matthew, brother Matthew, storms into Esther's house and he is pissed because the He's like, I got your nyot. It's about your nyot and the nyot that Esther slipped under the door that says demons are trying to kill me was located by his small children. So needless to say, they're a bit concerned for their aunt and he's upset. He's like, how dare you slip a note saying demons are trying to kill you and send her to hell. Um, so Esther desperately tries to explain that a demon is going to kill her, wants to send her to seventh hell, and she needs Matthew's help. Her brilliant- She's like, look, look, Matt, God, yeah. listen to me, okay? I'm going to explain this to you. Yeah. Al Gore, Al Gore. showed up, yep. fingered mom, lit her on fire. Yeah. There were some snakes fucking. I have Polaroids of it all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I need your help. <laughs> We need to do this. So, I'm setting up I feel an like that was a really yeah. succinct explanation of what just happened. Yeah, I I love this explanation. Um, no, so she she needs Matthew's help. She her grand plan is that they need to capture the demon. So what she wants to do is that they need to summon the demon and snap a Polaroid of it, and then trap that demon in the machine through the Polaroid. Classic. So they're going to take a picture and then put the picture in the angel machine? And then they're thereby trapping the demon, Al Gore, So she's in just the been trapping magnets in her machine. <laughs> At this point, yes. Which is why the frequency is all fucked up, because the magnetic field is all jacked. Um, so anyway. That's how she broke her gateway computer. She put magnets on it. Yeah, in older times, that'll fuck up your shit. So he's just, Matthew is just completely pissed. He's like, you're a psycho. And then he turns and he sees burned mom on the chair. And then he gets real upset. And Esther's like, you know, I wouldn't do that. And he just silently leaves the house. Oh, that's where he picks up the the Polaroid camera. He's like, let's do this. (laughs) No, (laughs) no, he thought Esther did it. So the, the, the demons took mom. It's time to take some pictures. Yeah. So that night, um, Esther is sleeping uh, and her smoke detector starts to go off. She heads downstairs to investigate and comes across a huge floating burning portal hole in the middle of her living room. So as she's looking into this giant it's, portal hole, it's it, good to know that if a giant portal hole shows up in my house in the middle of the night, my smoke detectors will alert me to it. Yeah, that there is fire. I didn't know that was a ser- part of the service they provided. So Congrats. now you I'm going to rest a little easier now. Yeah, you can totally do that. So as she's looking into the portal, she then is part becomes part of the portal. And it is very clear now that this is the seventh hell that she is being sent to. So she Oh, sees no, it's full of really hot sand and snacks. Really hot sand, snacks. And then her skin starts to melt off her face and she like turns into this uh gross skeleton and then she pops back out and she's in her living room again um and so now she is more convinced than ever that she's gonna keep using this fucking machine so she requests the presence she's like you know what matthew's not gonna help me i'm gonna do this fucking shit myself so she requests the presence of the demon and she goes, I've seen you before. Show yourself, which is almost manifest yourself, which almost, almost leads almost. me to believe that Baggins had a hand in writing this. So suddenly her TV turns on by itself, but it's just static. She goes to like take a look at the TV. But when she but then as she gets close to it, it shuts off by itself. She sits back down again, snaps some more Polaroids. 
And while she's snapping Polaroids, the demon jumps out of the shadows and begins choking out Esther, uh, who's sitting on her fucking like lounge chair. Nice. And so she's still snapping photos during the attack, trying to get a selfie. She has turned the Polaroid camera on itself. Oh, okay. And is okay. Trying she's to get inventing a- selfies in all of this. She really was. She was like, selfie, selfie. As she's trying to get it, she does snap a picture of her and the demon, and she tries to put it in her machine to trap it. But then just as she's about to put the photo in the machine, the part where the demon is shown disappears. She doesn't get the photo in, and she dies. Bummer. R.I.P. Esther. You you Um, hate to see it. You hate to see it. Um, When her body was found in October of 2002, all of her machines were powered on in a circle around her. The end. All of her machines? So all of the machines that, you know, because it was multiple machines. So it was like you had this thing. It was like a whole wall of it. Um, And all of that is now set up in the Begenzas Museum that you can go see. Wow. So he found a dead, someone found a dead woman in a circle of machines. And Baggins said, I know exactly what happened. Yeah. Yep. 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 Well, I think he had... Um, well, she had been saying to her friends and stuff like her telling people that she is being visited, like she opened a portal or, you know, a demon came like she had told people that she has the note that she gave to her brother. Yeah, the note. And then I don't know if there if there actually were tape, you know, like recorders and stuff of her talking about this stuff. I, I don't know. They didn't get into that. But all of this was just to make them up in Zach's head of what he thinks happens or happens. I like to how Zach Esther. thinks that. Trapping a demon in a Polaroid and then putting that Polaroid in a machine would work. And he also thinks that she knows that. Yep. Yep. This woman who has had like zero luck getting in contact with any ghost or anything like or any other realm all of a sudden now is like, oh, that's totally what I got to do. Also, apparently she's like a pianist. So listen up. Which, she's an eccentric hey, genius. Which, which one? Of, which one of you goobers has has a museum devoted to to occult bullshit? Neither one of you. That's right. You know who does? Zach Baggins. You think he doesn't know how that shit works? No. No, I don't. How dare you? How <laughs> dare you? No. That's our Lord and Savior you're speaking of. Yeah, I don't know. I've blasphemed, okay? I'm sorry. <laughs> you're going right to the seven circle seven, of hell. Yep. Get ready for some really hot snacks. I'm going to join Esther there and we're going to see what's up. We're going to see. We're going to find out about these horny ass snakes. Yeah. We're going to watch some snake pornography together. Sounds like a real fun Tuesday. Uh, anyway, yeah, that was my uh, name is Zach Baggins, and this is snake porn. Anyway, that's that's what's in the seventh hell. Anyway, so that is and the then he just travels museum. the country. There's no filming snakes there's no, fucking. Uh, no, no bookend. No, no end. End. The, the bookend was that when they found her dead, they found her machines on. That was it, and that Zach oh, acquired it I, in 2016. I wanted Zach to come back and be like, "There you go, to die." <laughs> Well, there you have it. She's <laughs> That's dead. definitely a hundred percent what happened. I'm Zach Bagans. And then this Bye. is my haunted museum. And then fade to black. No, it didn't do any of that. No. So anyway, I'm gonna museum. pretend that it did. You can, please do. Cause I live in the world of imagination, much like Zach Baggins. <laughs> oh God. But yes, Haunted Museum, there you have it. Hope you enjoyed. I enjoyed. loved it. I'm so glad. I feel like I just recently saw they picked up season two. Mm. They're going to do more of these. They are going to do more of these. Great. I know. We're so excited. This is like, but then they're going to run out of shit in his fucking museum and then we're screwed. Oh, I don't think no, he's going to buy more shit. shit. He'll have to buy more shit. He's always buying more shit, man. 
That's true. That's true. He's Zach gonna be Baggins a hoarder. His museum is just going to be a hoarder's nightmare of demonic shit. Yeah. 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 The end. Yeah, and he's going to charge admission. <laughs> anyway, thank you all for listening so much to uh, to us talk to you about to holler at you, baby girl. Yeah. Uh, come back next month and there'll be more of us snapping on Baggins. Maybe next month we'll get back to uh, to classic and we'll, we'll revisit our, our other special, special ghost boys. That's true. In case you've ever missed, if you're missing on Aaron, we'll do it. If you're missing on, I mean, who isn't? It's true. Who doesn't miss Big Aaron face? <laughs> we'll do that. So come back next month. And until <laughs> then, cheers. Cheers. Zick Biggins. My name is...